Welcome back. <laughs> what is up, basketball fans? We are back. <laughs> Let's go. Yell, John. Get excited. <laughs> really? I'm telling you right now. My God. <laughs> what is up, basketball fans? We are back for episode number four. That's Tim. I'm John. And we are Eurostep in 514. And we going to do one. Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> so now that we've uploaded episode three, you guys know that we're doing visuals. So you can see when we're laughing that it's genuine. It's hilarious. It's us. On that note, Timmy, what are, what are we going to talk about today? Well, we got to talk about how awkward Kawhi Leonard is and how awkward he was on Jimmy Kimball. <sighs> it was painful to watch on my end. <laughs> just painful okay so he's sitting there jimmy kimball's asking him questions it's very like one answer and then he asks him like you know there's something those big hands that you have like is it awkward but do you notice that your hands are this big and he's like yeah like I didn't really notice until like i started do like seeing my friends doing like regular activities his and normal then, friends yeah his normal friends and and then he's like i can't even put my hands in my pockets <laughs> it's funnier when you say it <laughs> And then Jimmy Kimball comes back with like a typical Canada joke. And he's like, oh, so that's why you left Toronto because you couldn't fit your hands into any gloves. There's no gloves for his size. It was bad. You know what, though? Like, he's always been like awkward and doesn't say much. But I feel like he's like trying more now. And it just makes him even more awkward. You could tell that he doesn't want to be there. Yeah, but I don't know. Because I was reading comments and stuff. And people, like, find him funny. Like, it's dry humor. There is a lot of shit going on over there with him. I can't believe he's smiling right now. What's going to happen with him? Could they potentially suspend Kawhi? I don't know if that's good for the league. Because a lot of people do like him. And, and he's, he's a good basketball player. But if he's violating certain CBA rules, they have to set an example. Because, like, now that the... Like, I don't know if you heard the audio clip of Jerry West, the voicemail, and it's yeah, all yeah, over the yeah, internet. Yeah, yeah. How much more proof do you need? If this guy's coming out and saying it, now you have audio and only more things are going to come out. He even says things that link to what we said already in the last episode. So it's it's kind of there. Yeah. He handcuffed the Clippers organization saying like, this is the only way I'm going to come to the Clippers. If you go get Paul George, if you sacrifice mm -hmm. all these draft picks, if you do all these things to get him, I'll come to you. All and along, it, like, he probably was telling the Lakers the kind of the same. So it's just like, for someone who doesn't say much, he's causing a little bit of like a ruckus. Did you hear what Stephen A. Smith said about him? No. So basically, Stephen A. Smith said, you know what? After looking at it, Kawhi is just not worth it. And it was a big wow. statement. That is a big statement. You're talking about a top three talent in the league. But when he broke it down, he basically was saying that, yes, he is an amazing talent. But one, he's not a vocal leader. Because like we said, that Paul George still has to prove himself in LA. And he, now that he signed that contract, four-year, 190 mil, even more so to prove. No, it was more than, it was 220, uh, the incentives and stuff. The 190, like, base, whatever. So Sorry, sorry, yeah, guaranteed. So, like, more pressure there, big contract. So oh, that's a big contract. Can, if he just plays basketball, like Kawhi, like you said, you said top three, I, I will probably say top five. Yeah. Him as a top fair. three, because now Steph and, and KD are back. Yeah, that's true, true. And then that's a whole different other ball game of, of yeah conversations but he's still a good basketball player he's very good he's a top talent it just does he bring enough to win in toronto kyle lowry was the leader yeah was the vocal leader of that team so exactly. Kawhi just had to play ball get his stuff done on the court then go change and that's it because 
Kyle Lowry is going to give you a good presser. He's funny. He, he does everything right. He's the yeah. team captain. So yeah. is, does Paul George have that? And can Kawhi no. change his ways to be more of a leader? I don't know. Like guys like Pat Beverly, they need you to show like, okay, like you're going to say something. You're going to yell when we're not doing right. And- okay, but, but but Pat Beverly right now is the vo- vocal leader of the team. That makes no sense to me. Zero. I don't think you can win a championship with Pat Beverly as your vocal leader. <laughs> no, he's just a chirper. He doesn't yeah. have the the right way to lead. Larry what do you think Carroll left? Probably because of Pat Bev. I know. Doesn't matter what you think, to be honest. <laughs> What do you think about uh, Toronto out in Tampa Bay? I mean, I'm really happy that they were able to give them a home. I even saw that they put up their their championship banner. That was really cool. I guess it was the right move the way the world is right now. And to go somewhere where they're already kind of accustomed to because they just played in the bubble in Orlando. Not it looks like sick though, huh? So clean. So clean. Oh. Like the, even the elevators, they put like all their logos, their like slogans and it's all like red and black white yeah. like they made it really feel like theirs which is banners, good banners everything there's no fans right so it doesn't change anything players are always going to say that they know their court they know the rims how they bounce they're that crazy so maybe that's a disadvantage mm-hmm. a cool thing mm-hmm. to look up would be like did they bring the, the nets from toronto over oh that would even that would be cool right so now that maybe all these did. guys they know the rims they know the, the floor how it bounces all that stuff so i'm just happy that they have a place so they can continue the season going and do you like it better now watching like preseason games or regular season whatever as it comes or the way they had it set up in the bubble it just looks less like a gym like a high school gym you you get the feel of the arena but it's still dark i think the bubble what they did right was i don't know if they're going to do this this year with the big arenas is the the noises the fans they made it like I don't know if that's TV effects as well. They made it seem like as much as they could to make it seem like a regular game. So that was cool with the bubble. I like the screens and seeing people and like putting fans up. Are they going to be able to do the virtual fans again with the arenas? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, maybe they could just cut off the arena and and basically, you know, the first 15 rows, Mm -hmm. it could be all cameras. I mean, they could do whatever they want. They turn these arenas into crazy things during concerts. So uh, who knows what they could do. Do you think at any point during this season, there be even any fans like if they do like a 10 to 15 percent capacity you know like some of these arenas are 15 20 like thousand people do they I, do like a thousand two thousand three thousand kind of thing i think maybe i just don't think everywhere will allow it. you see some places where just their belief like just like the nfl some mm-hmm. stadiums in the exactly. nfl are allowing you know some fans and whatnot You'll, you'll probably see that because if they can and they can make more revenue, why not? They're always going to think about that. But safety first. If they do it the right way, we were very content how the bubble went. So if they can do it, like you said, the NFL is doing it. I know like AEW Wrestling is allowing 10% of their 10 or 15% of the capacity, social distance with masks, stuff like that. So this just concepts that they can take from other sports and, and bring it in. So now like talking about like fans and like imagine having fans, how happy are all the fans in Milwaukee. This is a big time convo. I mean, what about all the fans that thought they had a chance of getting Yanis? How sad are they? Oh my God. Now you saw that meme about Toronto? <laughs> if you're reading this, we didn't get Yanis. <laughs> I even posted on my Insta, my personal Instagram account. I'm like, Drake's going to make a hit record with this. <laughs> it's like I'm slow song, depressed, crying. Oh my dude, get out of here, Drake. Drake's like... The biggest Toronto fan until Toronto's not doing well. And then he's chilling with Kevin Durant and at Steph Curry at <laughs> yep. Steph Curry's house. He has them tattooed on the on his body. That's how, how intense it is. Does he? 
Yeah, yeah, I think he has like the number 30 and the number 35 somewhere on his body. Next. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so that's super, super, super max contract, which you knew he was going to get. I love him. He's just such a good guy. He's such a happy, nice. When he signed that contract, he's like, he's just funny, joking, humble, you know, everything about him. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy staying there. And I'm just very happy that he wants to be there. I don't know. I've heard this song and dance from so many players. Oh, this is where I want to be, all that stuff. I'm happy for a small market because it's so easy to go to the LA's, the Miami's, the Boston's. But the only problem that I see I'm happy for Milwaukee, but by staying in Milwaukee, he's always going to be the game before the primetime game. He's never going to have primetime games till like if he makes a deep run in the playoffs, because there's always going to be on the same day, a marquee game, uh, a Lakers game, a Clippers game, uh, a Brooklyn Nets game that's going to take precedent unless they're playing each other. I'm glad he stayed for Milwaukee because it's good. It keeps them competitive and it's it's nice but like for the nba like you know they're still the milwaukee bucks you know like we said before it keeps more teams competitive yes for sure and i feel like that's good for the nba as well okay fine it's the milwaukee bucks but they're not they're no joke they're gonna be top two i would say in in the east them in brooklyn i see like probably going head to head do you think though with this in this five years, he sees a championship in Milwaukee. Very possible. Or is he content with getting secure in the bag? Now I got five years. I make my money. And I can see after that what I want to do if I want to, like, championship no, chase. I, I think he could win it there. Five years is a long time. Mm-hmm. The league can change in so many different ways. I think he has a shot at winning a title. Best example, Toronto Raptors. Before they won 2019, would we have thought in the next five years the Toronto Raptors are going to win the NBA Finals? No. No. No, at all. Not but, not as long as LeBron was in the East. Yeah, no. That was it was always a problem for them to get over that hump. When he left, I was like, okay, it opens up a lot, and now KD's in the East. So it's like the only thing that's positive is like because it's a long term deal, guys will be like, all right, well, he's gonna be there for a while. For five, yeah. If I go for two, and I'm I'm a superstar player now. We're talking. I could win maybe one right? two in those two years. So for that, I think it's good. I would love to see it, but maybe towards the end of the, the, the third or fourth year later on, and he's going to yeah. become better and his jump shot's going to get better. So yeah. it's possible. Yeah, I'm thinking that's what I'm thinking, like the third or fourth year. Like, I don't think he wins it in the next two years. I would like to see him get something because if, if he, what he's saying is genuine, and like I said, a lot of these guys, they say, oh, this is what I want to play and say all the right things. Our, uh, our friend Kyrie. I, mean, I just want to play in Boston. I just he want to said, be here. He said it in Cleveland. <laughs> What's he going to say in Brooklyn now? Next thing, and then he's not going to be happy. You, by the way, did you see him saging? Honestly, like, <laughs> Is that, I, I, there's I, so many things I want to say about that. And, like, I know our boys would catch on to it because there's so yeah. many people that do this and, and think it's, like, people believe it, which is cool. If that's what you believe, believe it. Like, I know they're super, they're superstitious, but, okay, man. Okay. I feel like it's all calculated with him. Think about it, okay? One, we've never seen him sage anything ever before. Maybe he became spiritual when he wasn't in the bubble. In quarantine, he decided to become spiritual. That's fine. No problem. Whatever whatever you want. Get in touch with your inner being. No problem. But I'm not actually being serious. You know what? I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna I'm gonna Instagram and be like, where'd you get that? I need some of that. Okay. But the fact is he's doing it in Boston. Why is he doing it in Boston? Because he got to get rid of the bad, what, omens in Boston? That he left there. Yeah, exactly. 
And now, not only is he getting rid of these bad omens in Boston, it's being filmed. So more bullshit about Kyrie. He's been having like one, two, three things in a row. And look at Charles Barkley called him out. He's like, listen, <laughs> like, who are you? Charles like this? Barkley. He calls himself an artist now? Like Charles Barkley can do no wrong in my book. He is such a beauty. As a player, he was hilarious. As an analyst, even funnier. If I'm betting on any sport... I'm taking the absolute opposite of what he tells. For people that don't watch the, like, the pre-shows, you have to. Because if he guarantees something, if he guarantees it's a guarantee you win if you take the opposite. We're, we're, if he's making these calls now, you know he was making them then. Like I yeah. could just picture him at the blackjack table with like two kings showing a four and he's splitting these bad boys. Like <laughs> zero fucks, double down, like let's go. It says here, yeah, he's not sure, but gambling losses went from anywhere between 10 million to 30 million. Such insanity, 10 to 30 million. I like I would kill someone if they split tens. Yeah. They would have to make me leave what? the casino. You just split two tens right here, baby. <laughs> Every time I see the dealer showing a six, someone splits tens, I lose it. But then I think about Ari on Entourage. So funny. And he splits and kisses him on the fight. He has a little hand like mine. Yeah, he's like, the forehead. Straight kiss. Yeah, I just took your bus card. Remember he says that? Yeah, 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 yeah. From now on, like if ever I see that, I'm like, oh my God, you pulled a Charles Barkley. <laughs> he says that it's like hey i'm i'm going to look like how much can i put on the other team now do we ever in a, in a basketball pool with sheldon oh yeah sheldon i sheldon sheed oh i sheldon she- <laughs> another and one he would never get it right it's always like sheldon, that i love you but you sheldon sheed nothing 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 <laughs> and i hate to bring it up but if if a video like that of lebron doing that got posted my god the internet would explode It'd be like in every meme, it'd be on every talk show, it'd be on every, every analyst would rip him a new one. And I like they are even, ripping Kyrie. I actually wouldn't even need to, to go and watch any media because if LeBron James did that, Keith Orsini would send me a message, would send me numerous messages <laughs> and say, this is what your, your favorite player does. Yeah. yeah. My DMs would blow up and I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd call him, put him on speakerphone and be like, everyone's listening to you. What's up? <laughs> Talk your shit. The world is listening, Keith. What do you say yeah. about this? And then but we'd have to bleep out half of everything. it. Everything. Like, but... <laughs> edit city. <laughs> if I'm KD now, like, are you worrying a bit? Like, Well, I don't know. KD, uh, I think he made a statement. He came out and said something along the lines of like, nah, he's just like that. He, he waves Sage around before he plays his PlayStation. Like something along the lines of that. I it. believe it. It's or is true. he just covering for his... His the stupidities of his teammate. Speaking of quotes, there was another one I saw too. I can't remember where I saw it, but it was something along the lines of like, Kyrie thinks the world revolves around him. But he's like, isn't he the one that thinks the world is flat? <laughs> I knew you were going to say I saw it. I died. I was like, that is gold. Yeah. I can't remember who said it or where I yeah. saw it. But, but anyways, if they stick to playing basketball, they're going to be a good team and the East is going to be interesting. But. I am so interested to see what happens. Or like a lot of things. Like I want to see what happens to the Clippers. I want to see what happens with Harden. There's so much this season. I'm probably more excited about this season than I was 
last season after all the free agency trades yeah. just yeah. because of the fact that last season we barely saw KD and, and, and Kyrie and we barely saw anything with the Golden State Warriors. Now that's interesting because they seem to be flying and they don't even have clay Steph is back he knows he has to carry the load katie's back he looks smooth now he has Kyrie on his team harden like you say you don't know where he's gonna go our team's gonna trust him because perkins said that he's the new rodman that's why i wore this <laughs> <laughs> our team's gonna like trust him well, they said he's the, he's the Rodman of the NBA. No, I don't think tre- teams trust him. Well, they asked said the Mavs, are you trading for him? No chance. The answer was no chance. I know what he could do. Like, I know what he could give me. But I know what he's been, like, now capable of. Do you want to take your risk and, and trade away so many assets and a young player, probably? Like, the Sixers, if they trade Simmons for Harden and some picks, like, yeah, they could be, like, competitive no, for two I'd years. No, i do that one. No, i do that one. You really? That one i do because Ben Simmons will not shoot the ball. Ben Simmons, will, but he won't. It, maybe I, in two, I, I don't need years. him to shoot. I need him beat to shoot. I need him to do everything else. I, no. I, I, would, I disagree with you. I do not do that trade, man. He doesn't look in shape. He doesn't look engaged. Did, I don't I do not do that trade. I think you're a bobo. But does that, do that trade, trade make your team better right now for the next two to three years? Do I know which James Harden I'm getting? Okay, his teammate said it. We know James Harden will go to Las Vegas or go party when we have three, four days off. But we know he's going to come back and drop a 50-point triple-double. You know you're going to get... <laughs> what, do you, but, what do you want his teammates to say? No, he's a bum? But he's not. But he's not. He's He's gone. He's gone partied. Look at players back in the day. They've partied themselves silly. We just never saw it. Yeah, okay? because... Yeah, but now you see everything. So, like, you but, can't get away with it. I Fair. That's fair. But I think... Look, look at Philly last year. What did they do? They got bounced. Yeah, okay, fine. What has James Harden done in the playoffs? Shrunk, disappeared when it counted the most. Like, yeah, MVP's, like, numbers. But when it mattered most, he was Brick City. He was building houses, man. He's beautiful regular season. Numbers. MVP caliber. Get to the playoffs first round, second round. In the West, he's going to get bounced. I don't see. So, if he moves unless, to the East. Unless I see, unless I see Ben But the East is competitive now. You got like five, six teams now that are competitive in Eastern Conference. When before it was just like three. But that's the problem. Because Philly, the roster they have right now, they're not making the finals. No, I've got definitely not. Exactly. But I think they have a way better chance with Harden. But they won't make the finals anyway, with or without Harden. We already said it. Milwaukee set for five years. They're never going to win with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Mark my words. I'm telling you this today. These two Together, we'll never win. Ever. I don't even believe that they like each other. I don't like either of them. <laughs> I don't like you, but I'm doing this podcast with you. No, but, but, but okay, Joel Embiid's always injured. He treats his body like shit. Ben Simmons won't take a shot. This team's never winning. So bring Harden there and see, see what happens. What, what do you have to lose? You have to lose what? A future that you don't have because the next five years, it's Milwaukee and Brooklyn. And Boston's just getting better because they're all young stars. So everybody's getting better around you. I, In my opinion, I'm, I, w- I would make the trade in a New York minute. But you know that even if he gets traded there, unless they win like finals or actually win the championship, he's not staying there after his two years that like, he has left on his contract. He's going to go to where he wants to go now. And, and teams are going to be easy. Oh, like, listen, I don't have to give you up a draft pick. I'll just sign you. Max contract. Boom. Come here. Yeah, that, that so that's the risky part. Yeah, because that's if, risky. But at the same time, like, Philly could lose Ben Simmons for nothing, too. Yeah. So what's the benefit in that? But to get James Harden, you're going to have to give away more. You're already given a young talent. You're going to give picks. Yeah, probably picks. Yeah, too. It's too hard to judge. I don't think I do it. Before, he was, like, just 
balling out of control. And now he has extra drama to him. And no one wants that. I think chemistry is such a big thing. Such a big thing. Once there's drama, it just, I don't care how talented you are, things go down the drain at some point. So then if you could pair Harden with anybody in the league, who would you pair Harden with? Don't talk about, don't tell me about the trade and how it has to go down and all that. You have one player that you think would be great for James Harden. Oddly enough, I think it might be Kawhi. Mm. James Harden brings so much media attention. Kawhi says, okay, perfect. Let James go first, talk to the media. Let me talk second. Mm. Kawhi has his point guard because you could put James at the point guard, dribble around. He'll They're going to guard him nicely. Kawhi will get his. They could feed off each other. That I would think be, that, that would be, if, if you're asking me like superstar, if you're asking me like pieces for sure, but I'm saying if you pair him with another superstar, I think that would be ideal. I like it, but, I, but I, I don't like it because I don't want to see then you it. Ask, if I'm a Clippers but, fan, yeah. I do Paul George for Harden in a quick minute, in yeah, two yeah. seconds. Yeah. I don't yeah. think about that. But now also, now you only have, like you said, your same point. Paul George five years signed, whereas two years, does he stay? You yeah, know. does he go? Like, yeah, yeah. But they need to beat the Lakers now. Yeah, yeah. Not and in I five, think, not I think in five comp- years. I think they compete with the Lakers very well with Harden. For yeah. sure. You have two, like, top eight guys, five. I would say. Yeah, five yeah, is a stretch, yeah. but eight, say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we said before, KD and, and Steph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have two yeah. top eight guys. You have the two, like, two top five guys in the other LA. You have two top 10 guys probably in Brooklyn. You have, you have Steph. Uh, I don't know. If I, Kyrie I, is, is debatable, but man, yeah. I think it works. Like that would be a destination. And would the Rockets do it one for one? No, there'd have to be no. certain pieces. That's what I think would be my ideal location. If you think about it kind of like that, obviously it's probably not doable in real life, but just someone he would mesh well with. I think it would be Kawhi. What about you? What do you think? I would love to see him with Janice. Jeez, that's that's a big that's a big monster there. I mean, we said hypothetical, so whatever. Realistically, you could give up Middleton and some pieces. It's doable, and that would be a monster in the East. Now that could go up against Katie and, and big time and Kai. Definitely, because they play two like completely different positions. So I, I think it could really work. Mm-hmm. And I, do you think their personalities would work though? A hundred percent. Because Giannis is just playing his game. He's doing his thing. He's not a, he's a big personality, but in a very like chill way. Yeah. Where yeah. He's nice about they, it. Yeah. Like even when, did you see the video of him with, when he was on the, on their like yacht with uh, his brother? Yeah. Costa? Like, he was, he's like, you don't even talk to us. Anymore. Oh, after you're the a, championship. You're a, you're yeah, champion. yeah. 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 Like, like he's just joking around and having a good time, you know, cool. like just living cool. life, yeah. you know? So, yeah, that was a good video. He doesn't even talk to us. He's a different person now. Yeah, he's he's still relatively young, right? So, like, mm-hmm. he's still having a good time. And he has that European, like, kind of vibe Splat. to him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like different different values kind of thing almost as well. So I, yeah, maybe I could see that. And he, I think he actually said that Bucks was maybe one of the destinations. He said Nets, know. Heat, good, all the good teams. Well, what did you say? He doesn't even know where he wants to go. Like I would I, love to be in his brain right now for a New York minute. I don't think we could talk about what's in his brain, seeing as what <laughs> we saw him doing before. Oh yeah, did you see that? Did you see that pressure? What were you doing in Las Vegas and Atlanta? Training. Training. A lot of training. <laughs> First game, he looked like <laughs> so out of shape, man. He looked like a linebacker. Chicken McHarden, bro. <laughs> That's what he looked like. 
going back to the presser, he just looked like, yeah, I was training. Like, he didn't care. No. And he didn't, and no one believed him because that guy was kind of like, oh, yeah, he was pushing. We, we saw he the videos. Pushing. Like, said, well, what, what kind of training were you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I, I well, like other that. guys are posting scrimmaging with oh, other yeah. players. You're we at know. the, we, we yeah, know. exactly. You know where we he was. Know. <laughs> so, I, yeah, like you said, he, well, he doesn't know. Training. That's training. where he was. Yeah, just training. Just training. Uh, little Baby actually is his personal trainer. Yeah. Did, you, did you know that? Because he like, uses him uh, like he, Little Baby raps while he works out. Yeah. Like live like, I, performance. That would be sick. I wish I had enough money to have, like, instead yeah. of instead of having in my earphones while I'm working out. Not that I don't really work out that much, but it's like, <laughs> <I work out. laughs> like, like I'm just I'm just jogging 10k and yeah, I have a little exactly. baby next like, to me in a golf exactly. cart. He's running right next to you. <laughs> Here we go. The regular season has started. Games count. Everything matters. Stats are padded. I'm so happy that basketball that counts is here. This is what we've been waiting for after that small turnaround from the bubble. Game one of the NBA season, you had the Nets and the Warriors. You had uh, that bum Uncle Drew and you had KD. (laughs) They looked scary. Absolutely scary. Very scary. Um, Happy to see KD out there shooting like he's hasn't missed a step you know whatever that other guy is okay too yeah but they dominated <laughs> they dominated the warriors yeah every call i've made so far has turned out right i hate it golden state looks god awful i didn't even really make that call because in all honesty i thought because clay was already injured at the point when i made the call mm-hmm. so i thought there would be at least some other form of injury i also didn't think Kelly Oubre would be shooting. I wouldn't even consider it shooting. He's building a brick house. (laughs) It's just unbelievable. Every shot, if it's not a dunk, it's a brick. He's 0 for 31. 0 for 31 from shots that aren't dunks. I honestly think if me or you are put on a, on the basketball court in the NBA. We're running around between people's legs, Muggsy Bogues. I think we would hit one. I think we would hit one. You know what? I usually not the guy who says from the couch that I can hit a shot, but 31 shots, I could hit a fucking shot. Come on. I would hit one. We've been playing enough pop ball to like be able to hit one. (laughs) It's like off a screen, off something like 31. This guy is building a castle, forget a house. (laughs) bricks for days man so bad bad. so bad and if this is how this warrior season is gonna go oh my god they're gonna be a lottery team again like steph will win you games but i don't think enough games in the west to be honest at this point right now i don't even think they're they're very competitive in the east like at all like i I just don't see it so so now it comes down to the question did steph need kd more than kd needed steph that that's that's a hot take because I've been sitting on this for a while because I, when they were going on that rampage, you know, when they got KD, you couldn't really see it. But now that they're apart, and yeah, Steph has some injuries. Like, even Draymond didn't play. Not that he makes a big difference, but whatever, it's Draymond. And now KD's coming back from his injury. He looks good. He's winning with someone else. And they're going to keep winning because I think they're going to cakewalk through the East if they stay healthy. Mm-hmm. I think Steph needed KD more. What about this? Because KD was winning. Clay? Now Maybe Clay's the X factor. It's really, I always said this. I always said this. I, I think Curry's phenomenal talent, all time great. He's going to pass the three point, all the three point records, mm-hmm. but he's not a player that could carry a team. He just can't. He can't. I agree. He can't do what KD is going to do in the East. He's not going to do what, you know, Kawhi with the Clippers, with Jokic is doing with the Nuggets, all those big time names. 
guys that are carrying their team on nights, he'll get his stats, but I think everyone around him, he doesn't make them better. No. Because I've seen a lot of his like highlights, and I, I watched a bunch of his, like the games already, and he like dribbles up, does his little boom boom, and he's gonna hit some of them. There's no fluidity to the movement, so like I don't I know if that translates into making people better. And you could see okay. KD looks motivated to like make everyone better when they hit shots. So it's gonna be a long year for Steph again. Think about this. That team that LeBron brought to the finals, was it 2018? 2018, exactly. Flip-flop, Steph and LeBron. Does Steph bring that team out of the East? I no, definitely not. The average like basketball fan, besides Kevin Love, couldn't name you a player on that Cavs roster. And yes, the East was a bit like a lot weaker than it is now because the, the East is really competitive now, which is beautiful to see. But I don't think so. That question, I know it's LeBron related, but you could flip Steph and any superstar player that's doing well, and I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Without the Clays, the Draymonds, and the KDs, I don't think he does it. Because look, 2015, he beat the Cavs, but the Cavs had a lot of injuries. Love and Kyrie were out. You know, you, you still had Clay, you still had Draymond, you still had him. 2016, they blow the 3-1 lead. Boom, get Kevin Durant, and then it's no longer fair. It was 4-1 and then 4-0. And then they go they go against the Raptors in 2019, make it to the finals again. Injuries, Clay and KD, and they lose. But exactly. So Steph couldn't have done it by himself without Clay and KD. No. He's so, not. He's not beating the rap. I just. He doesn't have enough to carry a team. He. I don't see it. I agree. I agree. He, need, he needs the pieces. Like, and it's not about winning at all. You. You asked me, would he have gotten his team to the finals? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely not. I agree. So I you, you, you're just seeing it, and people are like, if it's any other player who I will not mention, would be killed on social media. Oh my god. You know, like yeah. He started yeah. off. They're now starting off the season zero and two. Sorry, one and two because they won tonight. Yeah. On yeah. a buzzer beater but it's still the, hit. yeah so it's still the golden state warrior so he has to produce you know he's making 103 threes in practice and what's your famous line if we're talking about practice we talk about practice we're talking, we're talking about practice but he's not hitting them in, in in the game so 103 in a row that's insanity man well me too if i shot one for seven in my first game from the three and i'm supposed to be the greatest three-point shooter of all time i'd be taking threes over and over. Hell yeah. Over. I'd be putting those quarters in the arcade machine and just being like breaking records. <laughs> oh my God. Pop shot, okay, baby. What, we, what, what do we got next, baby? What do we got next? So in game two of the regular season, you had the mm-hmm. Lakers and Clippers, what everyone wanted to see in the Western Conference Finals, but the, the flippers flopped. It was also the ring ceremony. So like I knew the Lakers were going to lose. I knew it. They were more worried about the ceremony and all that stuff. Just a quick thing on the ring ceremony. I thought it was really cool how they had the family introduce their players. I think it was a great touch under the circumstances. You see those rings? (sighs) Yeah. Fire. Crazy. They're so so nice. The most expensive ring in NBA history. 150K? Something like that. Like around there. But it's like yeah. the little things that they did. So, you know, the Laker logo, the L, mm-hmm. it has 17 purple stones for the 17 championships that they have. Mm-hmm. And every diamond on the ring is 0.95 of a carat because they spent 95 days in the bubble. Like those little, little freaking things that like I didn't read about. Know that. Yeah, there's a cool video online if you watch it, how they made it. And with the spin top with the Lakers jerseys and Kobe in it. Yeah. Super crazy. Super crazy. So, like, yeah, it's definitely something you should look up. Okay, but, but hold up, hold up, hold up. You see JR drop his ring? I was having a panic attack. I watched that video. It was four minutes of anxiety. He's just like this dangling it and his daughter <laughs> with is his like. his kids pulling on the ring. 
she's super cute and i'm like this doesn't end well and she's like which one do you like better and i'm like yo this is dropping this is dropping and then Kapoom, top blade care. comes off. JR was high as a kite, <laughs> man. What's he going to no, care about? JR doesn't, doesn't smoke. No. The NBA doesn't test it anymore. He's good. No. He's not even <laughs> playing. <laughs> but He's on that good shit and alcohol. Oh, my. I was four minutes of panic, man. Panic. And then it drops, and he's like... Huh? Um, I was more nervous than he was. Honestly, I love Jr. Jr. is like all-time fave, man. Henny Smith. Ah, uh, thank God. If even, I could even... hang out, I think if I could hang out with one NBA player, I think he might be Jr. He might be the funnest <laughs> to hang out with, probably. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's I not a bad choice. Have a good time. Obviously, basketball-wise, no. Yeah. But to hang out, well. I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's got to be between him and Harden. <laughs> I was just going to say, right now, Harden's giving a run for his money, man. I want to party with Harden. So, yeah, they, the Clippers beat them, obviously. I knew they were going to. PG caught fire in the third. And I think that's more of PG that we're going to see this year because he has a lot to prove. You know, like, he made one mistake. It's okay. You're allowed to pass it to the referee, you know? Like, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> like, what is his deal? I actually... <laughs> Like, and he was trying to find a way to press it off. What happened there? (laughs) The referee was confused. Luckily, luckily there's no fans. He would have broke someone's jaw. Oh, my God. But that would have been great material. Just see someone's face go like. Speaking of broken faces. Oh, my God. Poor Kawhi, man. He caught a big elbow. Big elbow. From a big, big man in Ibaka. And was down and bloodied everywhere honestly though like all the pictures online they ex- it looks like it was like a murder scene and he was like like i like i don't want to i don't want to compare sports but like an nhl player that happens to him he's coming out no tooth and he's playing the next the next he's, he's rubbing the blood on him yeah so <laughs> why dead doesn't play the next game because yeah. oh my god well i knew right away the second anything is wrong with Kawhi, he's not playing the next game. So, and what happened uh, in that next game? They made the, history. Was it the the biggest or the worst game? A fifty point fifty point deficit. It's, well, it was the worst game that I've probably ever like seen. But it's no, no, no. in but NBA history, history. It's the yeah. largest margin at halftime. Fifty points. That's it. That's it. Exactly. Fifty points at halftime. This is what the Flippers do. They just make yeah. records. I absolutely cannot wait. To hear what Shannon Sharp has to say about the Clippers. I cannot tomorrow. wait. <laughs> He's going to get all over Skip. He's going to oh be all man. over him. What is Skip going to say? What can Skip say? He's going to find a way to do it. Oh, like, he always oh, Kawhi does. Didn't, my boy oh, Kawhi yeah. didn't play, blah, blah, blah. He always has a rebuttal, but they lost by 51 points. That is like playing NBA 2K on rookie. And I don't even win. That by that much. This is supposed to be the best team in the West. And without one of their star players, they can't even get close to beating Dallas. Not even, not who even doesn't making... have Perzingis. And Luca's still balling. Luca's always going to be balling. MVP of the year. MVP of the year. I don't know. Right now, his numbers actually, aren't very you know, MVP-like. Trey, Trey Young's actually looking like an MVP right now. He's balling, man. Oh he is God. putting up some serious numbers. What was it? 37 and then he dropped 32? 37. Yeah. In his other game, he's the only player that reminds me of Steph. You know how, like, Steph has, like, unlimited range? Like, Mm -hmm. if I put Steph after half court, or even at half court, I 
personally believe that he can make that shot. And for mm-hmm. the first time in, in a long time, this is a guy that I think can have that kind of same feeling. Like once Trey passes half court, oh, Dame too. Dame too. Mm-hmm. That's true. Once yeah. he gets in that logo area, I'm like, this could this could drop. And that's the problem for defend the people defending him <clears throat> is that they got to play him very high up. Yeah. And so now he has an opportunity quick. to move. And he's and quick, so he's, he's gone. If not, yeah. Blowing by guys. I watched the end of the – who did they play? Was it Minnesota? Memphis, no? Yeah, Memphis, Jamarant. Jamarant. I watched the end of that game, and he took over the last five minutes. Like, it was close, yeah. and then – He had one layup where he drove by Morant, and after he scored it, he did, like, the little, like, thing, and he, he did like this. Yeah. Saying he's too small, which is yeah. funny because Trey's not yeah. big. I know. He's still calling Ja Morant small. So he's mm-hmm. getting, he, he has that swagger. He's Atlanta's got, got a, Atlanta's got like a decent lineup for the East. They're a playoff team in my eyes, for sure. And they don't another, have Rondo Another yet. thing we called Atlanta, Atlanta playoff team. Has to be. That was both of us though. So uh, yeah. you have one thing that you actually called right so far. LaMelo shit. Don't worry. My boy's coming back, baby. He got his <laughs> first NBA bucket after this goose egg that he dropped in his first game. Oh, man. Zero points. I... I zero was, points, baby. I, you know what? I was in my happy place. You, I blocked you that day. So <laughs> I didn't get no text from you. <laughs> my call was that Anthony Edwards would be the rookie of the year. So Man I crush. also called that Wiseman would be both Edwards and Wiseman would be better than LaMelo. And right now, Wiseman is looking good. Starting, I mean, starting for the Warriors. Second youngest guy to ever start a Christmas Day game. Yeah, yeah he's looking really good. And Edwards is doing everything. Yeah, he's doing work. He's doing work. He's, he looks good. He looks quick. He, and he fits the system. He fits the system in, in Minnesota. Young guys, no egos. Cat got hurt, but like it's dislocated uh, wrist. So mm, hopefully it's not too bad. But, you know, with D'Lo, him and uh, and Cat, it's, it's a nice little three there. Young guys that are going to want to win and compete all the time. So, yeah. It'll be close, but LaMelo will still win. <laughs> okay. I'm going to make you wear a LaMelo ball jersey on this podcast <laughs> when he wins rookie of the year. I'm telling you right now, it's happening. Uh, I'll, I'll gladly wear it with my toupee, <laughs> all of that. I'll do it. I'm, I, I know it's not going to happen. I, it's, a, it's a bet that I can blindly close my eyes and say, I'm going to win. That's it. Really? It's, yeah. Because you're, you're, like when you call your shot, when you bet, you win. Mm-hmm. I'm like, five like for five. Christmas day, what, what happened? Five for five. Five for and five. You know what? When, when you're betting... You always want to have a day where it's like, okay, there's 14 games or 12 games today or whatever it is, and you pick your top five, you know, or your top six or whatever. You put a parlay in. But to go five for five on Christmas Day when all you have is five games, I felt so good. And Lamelo does nothing. (laughs) You didn't even bet on that game. That wasn't on Christmas. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Everything was good. Golden State sucks. Wiseman did good. Went five for five. Yeah, everything, everything. The last week's just been beautiful. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> but that it was Christmas. Mm-hmm. You need to nice get a Christmas gift. Present. You got a nice Christmas I got, gift. I got a nice Christmas present. I, I bet on the on the Lakers game, but like player stuff. I took a bunch of overs, and the only one I put under was AD under nine and a half rebounds. And he was at, he was sitting at eight. Yeah, he was sitting at eight. And at one point, I think it was Harold goes up with an eighties right there. I'm like, Harold, man, jump out the way, let him, <laughs> please. And, and I hit the under. The only time I put the under, all of them were over. And and eighty. What made hit you the think under? under? 
But what made you think under on that? Like, I mean, it's, it's a great pick, but like, you know what? I just felt it and I just went with it because like, he's going to yeah. do a blunt of the scoring. So like, he's, he's going to be like cheating a bit on the defensive end. So like that, he doesn't have to like run as fast and get those fast three points. So, but he had eight. So like I was shitting bricks at one point. <laughs> Because everything else hit. It had like stupid ones like uh, Schroeder over five assists, LeBron over two threes. I even took Harold over 10 and a half points, which he had like 18. Ooh, I like that. That was a I good like one, that. yeah. So I was Especially because it's the first game, right? Like you don't know how he's going to play, how yeah, they're going to exactly. use him how exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that was a ballsy yeah. bet. It was, a, it was a baby bet, but like it hit. So like you get, and especially when the under hits, when the under mm. hits, you're happy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Always over, never under. <laughs> <laughs> but it just goes with how crazy 2020 has been. If everyone's gone through different things in 2020, and look at us, we're doing a damn podcast. Who would have thought, right? How could Honestly, 2020 get any stranger? Well, the Clippers lose by 51. Hornets beat the Nets. Knicks beat the Bucks by 20. The Knicks beat the Bucks by 20. Did, did they all wear 23 jerseys or did they put different numbers? Well, it was 24 on the front, 23 on the back. They weren't sure. Like this organization, like you had one job to print the same number on the front and the back. The guy at the YMCA is a better hire. The guy at the YMCA. That poor equipment manager, man. He's getting lit up on social oh, media. Oh my! He, he for the sure. Memes? Oh my! God. And, and that who is it? Bullock? How do you not realize that there's one number in the front and another in the back? Like, well, you know, it's not no, his fault. He's probably. It's, He's probably just put the jersey on. He's not looking at the back. You see what you <laughs> yeah, Come his on. teammates got to be telling him. No one noticed. These NBA yeah, guys are in front of the mirror before they go out. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're in front of the mirror. He had his right number on the front. But it was the wrong number on the back. So that's on his teammates. They'd be like, yo, you're not 23. <laughs> Who's on this basketball team that no one even notices that? Very sad for New York. At least they have Brooklyn. Thank goodness. Also, the Cavs are 3-0. Their best player is... Colin Sexton? Yeah, because K-Love has missed two of the three games. Vail McGee's out here playing point guard, driving through, like, what's going on? Makes no sense. But Colin Sexton is good, though. And he's got also, a sweet last name. Yeah. <laughs> Sexton. Also, Sabonis and Damian Lee hit game winners. First of all, who is Damian Lee? Today was the first day I ever learned about Damian Lee. When you hear Golden State Warriors and Damian Lee and game winner... Makes no sense. Where is Steph Curry to take the game-winning shot? And he's doing it in practice. He used all his his power. His, it all. His 2K profile said fatigue. <laughs> Why? Why are you fatigued? Uh, practice. Practice. I, I used all my juices in practice. I gave back everything I won from Christmas Day right back <laughs> to the good people <laughs> at Bet365. <365. laughs> Thank you. Come back again. Like, and you know what? I was like, okay, the odds on this is like Milwaukee lose the Knicks. I shouldn't have even added it to my parlay. I got greedy. I was like, okay, 1.16. That'll just up my numbers a little bit. A little it's bit. A, just, just a little bit. It's because in your mind, you said, I said it out loud. I was like, this is a lock. That's exactly what I said. And every exactly. time you say this is a lock, you've pissed away all your money. Speaking of locks, did you hear what big boy Chuck bet his lock of the century? 100K. 100K on the Portland Trail Blazers to win the championship. 
I think this guy Chuck. has lost more money betting than he does have Why, career. Chuck? I was so happy when I heard him say guarantee. <laughs> I was like, perfect. I'm, bet- I'm betting on those guys. <laughs> That's how I bet. I literally watch him, Charles Barkley, and everything he does, I bet against it. It's a lock. <laughs> I don't know if he's worse at betting or golf. Oh, for sure, golf. His, his uh, stance, and you're you're better at golf than I am. But like his the, the whole mechanics of his swing is brutal. But bro, this guy has lost thirty million dollars playing. I'm pretty sure gambling. I've looked it up. He's lost thirty million dollars gambling. It's crazy. That's why he has to work. He's entertaining as fuck. Though. Yeah, I, I, I gotta I give it to him. Like <laughs> he can't even pronounce. Like he's literally like your dad of TNT. Like he butcher's last name still to this day doesn't know who certain guys are and he's he's on tv did you see what he said to Kyrie? no he goes you can't call yourself playoff p i don't call myself championship Championship chuck Chuck. (laughs) oh my my goodness he's a legend guy's a legend so many crazy things happen in in 2020 without 2020 this doesn't happen i honestly don't think we 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 start this you know why though just because we're honest people and we're going to talk the truth we're not seeing each other in person right we're in Corona and COVID-19, whatever you want to call it. We're respecting the rules. Because if we weren't, we'd be doing some hot boy shit right now. So instead of doing this, we'd be shooting the shit in person. We'd be talking about the same things, just in person and in a different setting. We'd be out right now. <laughs> James Harden would be in like the VIP room in the back and we'd just be with where the, where the peasants sit. <laughs> What are you talking about, man? I'd be sitting next to James Harden. I don't know what you're talking about. you be hey, the best. Hey, James. Hey, James. <laughs> yeah, you probably would get kicked out right away. Hey, James. You're garbage, man. <laughs> so that, that's the honest. I think that's the honest truth. It is. It is. It, when it comes down to it, probably I, if, I, if I pinpoint every time we recorded, at least three out of the four times we would have been out. I can't promise you guys anything because if this pandemic ends, we're not, we, might not, we might not have a podcast. We, we might be recording from a different location. <laughs> it might be dark with lights everywhere. How much to rent the VIP room? Yeah, what's it for? We just want to film a podcast. <laughs> we'll have special guests. Yeah, yeah lots. lots they're they're on guests. James Harden's VIP list. <laughs> <laughs> But that's that's the reality of it. That is us. That's what we've always been doing. And with these conversations, we're just recording now, putting it on camera and letting you guys listen to it. And that's the beauty of it. So without 2020 and these restrictions and all that stuff, we're not doing this fun, fun thing talking about something we love shooting the shit talking like constantly about positive things so i think from a negative thing we're doing positive and this is the only positive we want to be right now but i'm actually really excited to see how the dynamic of this podcast will be when we're in person yeah it's going to change a lot because you just feed off the energy right that vibe like digitally like it's amazing we still have a good one but when you get in the same room as someone and just focus on things that you love and cherish how funny we are. I think anyway, you're funny. Uh, I'll just pretend <laughs> I am. <laughs> I think it'll be so much better. And that's what we're looking forward to. I honestly just can't wait to get in person so that when you say something stupid, I can give you a good slap. <laughs> All you're going to hear is the, the headset just fall off. What happened? <laughs> and the we're back. Ball, what? <laughs> slap. <laughs> and we're back guys. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be fun. When I watch Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson's podcast. Yeah. All the smoke. Like yeah. that dynamic they have, like they just feed off each other and stuff like that. I feel like we're going to be on that kind of same level. You know, mm-hmm. we don't have the national exposure they have and stuff like that. But that energy, you could tell that they're in like in sync. Yeah. Like, no yeah. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Since 2020 
has been such a crazy year. Give me like one or two favorite basketball moments of 2020. Oh, that's a serious question. I mean, for me, honestly, the bubble was just everything that how they executed everything that was just, I never thought it was going to happen. And I'm not a skeptic. I am probably one of the most positive people logistically and everything coming into play. I just couldn't see it happening. Not to mention keeping these guys in the bubble with like nobody for a large period of time. I think I think that's possible. Yeah. For me, that was one that really stood out. Okay, I like you? that. I like that. That aside, obviously, that's why I said one or two, because that's going to be obvious. Definitely, definitely, definitely the social injustice movement. These yeah. guys all stood together as a brotherhood, as boys, as people that have come from things that we don't even know about and stood together and, and came together so nicely, man. They're fierce competitors. They might not like each other on the court, but to see them get along for the greater good and executed the way they did when when the Bucks, you know, held out on their game and then they met up together and they all talked. The hierarchy of the NBA, we all know who's there and who's not. And for them to just be able to come together like that, I think is one of the beautiful, beautiful moments in such a hard, hard time in the world and hard time in just the NBA and, and everything. So that for me was probably the best thing outside of I, the, the winning. I agree. They're in this bubble and by missing the, these games, they know that they're extending their time in isolation from their family, friends. Uh, I mean, yes, I know they were allowed to have a, a couple of family members yeah, towards, the end, yeah. towards the end, but it's completely different. So ju- they literally said, I'm going to forego my well-being for the greater good of, of this movement. And yeah. honestly, like that was really cool to see. It was really, yeah. really awesome. And I, and I think the NBA did such a good job rolling with that, knowing the demographic of their sport and having them being able to put a social injustice name on their Jersey, you know, having black lives matter on the court, letting them just talk about things that otherwise maybe they wouldn't have talked about was, was beautiful. And to deal with that at the same time of, of COVID-19 and, playoffs uh, and this bubble like how they like you said executed it was was crazy it was for the greater good because i think the world needed it we're going through so much and then you get to watch something you love it just took for for that two hours that the game lasts you're not thinking about anything else you're just focused on that i know i'm not like i'm i'm going like batshit crazy and that's another thing to be honest i know it sucked for the players that they had to be right back in action so soon but as a fan, like this has been an awesome year for basketball because when do we ever have basketball in the summer? Never. So, it's never. the first time ever. Usually so like we, June, everything ends. In hockey, we had basketball all throughout the oh, summer. It was fun. There was days where like we, we'd get together like in the backyard like was and we had TVs outside, social distancing. We had hockey on. We had basketball on. Like So good. Yeah, it was. And so then, good. And then there's like, what, a month and a half and boom, right back at it. Basketball again. 77 days, 73 days since the last game to to start of the season. To start of the season, but then you had preseason. Yeah. So it it literally felt like basketball didn't even go away at all. No. Like. Because I've been celebrating for 77 days anyway, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually good. But. Like I, I still the bubblies in me. I think no. I th- I think that it was it's such a crazy year, but I, I it takes so much positive from it. Like yeah. so many good things happened in 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 my life, in our life, and and this podcast. 
creation from from yeah. negativity. So I'm excited for what 2021 is going to bring. And I think that we're going to do big, big things in 2021. And as long as you guys keep listening to us, chit chat and bicker and yell and so just so everyone knows tim is married but i am very single whoever's <laughs> listening out there <laughs> wow. if you're watching what's up <laughs> <laughs> but i had to you have no no shame, shame in my game shame <laughs> I'm going to put on an application. I'm like, I work at the hospital. I have a, po- I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you do? <laughs> I watch basketball. Yeah, what do you have on your profile? What, is, what does your profile look like? What on, profile? The, on, on the dating application. I'm not on those. I'm not on those. Yeah. You are live through your teeth. Right funny now. enough. Funny enough. I have like a picture of me when I went to the NBA finals in Cleveland with like this big jumbo basketball. Like it's like massive. It's like this. And like they had like an oversized hoop. I remember that. I think I post I think I posted on Instagram too. It's me in that picture and then I have like one in a suit. Did you hit the shot there? Of course. I have a video recording. This guy's like, you ain't gonna make this one and I'm like cash. So you've been practicing then? Oh yeah. I've been practicing for years. That was my moment. The uh, Tim, the hoop was the size of a swimming pool. Like if I would have missed that I would have cried. What about, why don't you tell the people about your, your shooting oh in my God. Atlantic City? <laughs> really? I thought yeah. this episode was over, but we're going to keep going. <laughs> Do you want to tell the story or I tell the story? Well, I want to I hear what, 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 what you what thought. Was going, so what since, we're talking, since you mentioned dating app and basketball and stuff, this kind of fits in. So I had a crush on this girl. Uh, yeah, I know. You were talking to her the entire time. Boys we trip, right? Boys yeah, trip. Yeah, boys trip. He's texting this girl from Montreal. We're in Atlantic City. There's, there's literally girls everywhere. And John is now looking at his phone, texting a girl in Montreal. Well, when did we go to Atlantic City? It was, it was a while ago. So, like, we see this basketball game by on the boardwalk or the whatever it's called i'm like cash easy money i'm gonna hit this and grab the biggest teddy bear there is and bring it to montreal give it to this girl and tell her (laughs) that i want it for her so like five dollars for three shots no no no. it was twenty dollars for three shots what's it it was twenty dollars for three shots my good friend i had okay first of all first of all (laughs) I had a couple drinks by the blackjack table, so there's that. So now I was feeling okay. myself. I was a bit confident. It was impossible. It wasn't twenty dollars because now I regret it's, it. No, no, bro, you blew sixty dollars in three minutes. <laughs> and me and Liam watch it. Say, no, 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 it's rigged. It's got to be. Rigged. We were trying to trying to make you not do it. I was convinced I was going to hit one. It was meant to be in the universe. Anyway, Over so I go nine. Over nine. <laughs> Lose 60 bucks American when I could have probably bought that teddy bear for cheaper. 100%. So then we're like, okay, whatever. We're going to go get, we're going to cheer this guy up. Poor guy just dropped 60 bucks and didn't even get himself a bear. So we're, we're in like city and they have like these, these fried Oreos with like an ice cream sundae. We're like, okay, well, I go, I buy the, I buy the sundae. We're sharing it. <laughs> <laughs> They're laughing because I know it's. I just visualized everything again. <laughs> he has a, fry, a deep fried Oreo, probably. Well, I, if you've never had a deep fried Oreo, oh my go god, I, I still haven't. Fried Oreo, <laughs> I still haven't. 
I swear to God, this gangster of a fucking seagull swoops out of the air, about to bite it, right out of his hand, gone. Jackson, you got jacked by Biggest a Biggest block ever. Oh my, it was... It, but the worst honestly, part was the, the wing of the bird hit me on the side of the head too yeah. a little bit. It clipped me. I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I've met, I honestly... After that whole sequence of events was probably one of my favorite moments with you. <laughs> Story of my life. We were just taking L's after L's after L's after L's. I felt like LeBron in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I literally could not buy a bucket that day. And then I'm just trying to cheer up like comfort eating. Bird's gone. I like. I had like half the wing was on my forehead. Like, it was I, so I, crazy. You know, I still can't believe that. To, what it comes down to, I just think animals don't like us. You get a bird attacking you. I'll never forget that moment in my life, man. That was probably one of the most jacked seagulls <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Literally, I tell people it was a pelican. Like a pelican hey. attacked me. <laughs> No New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, gas you, up the story now. I gas up the story. Sure. You're probably on, on Tinder, and that story is now a hawk came down, attacked you. Yeah. Three cuts. You have to, that's why you have the beard now, because literally there, there's all scars. It was a pterodactyl, actually. I thought it was in Jurassic <laughs> Atlantic City Park. <laughs> it was a pterodactyl that attacked we're, me. We're, Oh my god! I can't believe that came up, but that's that's that was a good time. That was a good time. I was Brick City. I was Brick City. I, I felt like yeah. Kelly Oubre. <laughs> I felt you were. It was the connection. I felt it coming. Oh my, oh god. my god! What a way to that's end. That's a good way to wrap. Yeah. That's a good way to wrap. It up. I love it. I love it that you brought me up like that. But guys, <laughs> all the way up. All the way up. I just keep thinking about it. <laughs> And, he, and then he sat there and stared at you and ate it in your face. He didn't even fly away. This bird was had confidence. He was sitting there looking at you like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm eating your fried Oreo, and there's nothing you could do about it. You know what he did? He literally broke my ankles and then gave me the look and then shot the ball. That's what he did to me. He, he stared you he, down. He stared me down. Like, stared I got dunked on, and he just postered me, and he's like, what? Mind you, this seagull is bigger than me. Like, no jokes. Like, that's you what it felt like. You. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Allen Iverson walked over you. <laughs> with, yeah. the, with the Oreo crumbs on his, on his beak. Yeah. You didn't even get a crumb. You didn't yeah. even get a bite. Bro, like, and I'm, like, scared of animals. Like, that was, like, I have PTSD because of that. Like, whenever I see a seagull in Montreal now, I'm like, <laughs> like, I get scared. <laughs> Story just came to my head. <laughs> so crazy, man. That was such a good time. Oh, Atlantic City is a good time. <laughs>
Oh my God. What a way to end the last episode of 2020 with a serious laugh. That story came out of nowhere, but I love it. So the only thing we can ask you, we're going to wish you happy new year before you're going to hear this before that, but happy new year, stay healthy, stay safe. And please, if you could do anything for us, just like on Spotify, download it, subscribe, YouTube, watch it, all that good stuff, you know, show us some love and we'll, we'll keep giving you stories and Tim's going to keep making fun of me as long as you guys are listening. <laughs> we love you. Happy New we Year. Love you. Happy New Year, everybody. Let's go.